Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the e-commerce journey, the podcast where you learn how to grow your e-commerce. I am Nicolas Moulin, the e-commerce manager for the sustainable apparel brand Brava Fabrics. And today we're going to talk about something very interesting and very important that comes up a lot in discussions with other e-commerce. And it's about how to create the best performing Facebook ads for your business. Facebook ads, as we all know, is very important for growing an e-commerce, is the majority of the investments in digital advertising. And so creating a very performing and very good Facebook ads really is key in the performance of the campaigns. In fact, I would say that 60 to 70% of the success of a campaign comes from the creative itself rather than the segmentations or the audiences. So it's very important to focus on creating a very nice ad and putting all the chances in our site for people to click on it. Because if nobody clicks on the ad, nobody will come to the website and nobody will purchase anything. So we're going to talk about what is really your Facebook ads. We're going to talk about how to A-B test the Facebook ads. And we're going to talk about as well how to get inspiration from. So... A Facebook ad is basically something that will appear on an advertising on Facebook, not only Facebook, but also Instagram feed, Instagram stories, the Facebook feed, the right-hand column, etc. So it's really the creatives you put in your Facebook campaigns. There are different elements to the Facebook ads. In fact, there are five elements. The first one is the description, which is also called the copy. The second one is the creative which might be the image, the video, or the carousel. The third element is the title of the ad. The fourth element is the call to action button. So the shop now, sign up, watch more. And the fifth element is the landing page. Because if somebody clicks on the ad and goes to a very bad landing page, the action won't go further than that. So you have five elements and it's very important to focus on all five. Like there's no only one element that will work for you. Like the main one obviously is the creative, but you also need to focus on the copy. You need to focus on the title and you need to work a lot on the landing page. The call to action button is pretty straightforward. In theory, it's all the, about shop now, unless it's a video campaign, which might be watch more or a sign up for a newsletter, maybe sign up. But in general, the call to action is shop now. Now, you want to adapt the creative and the ad to your audience because depending on where the person in is in the funnel, you want to customize the message. So we will focus on dividing the funnel in three steps. The first step of the funnel is the top of the funnel. People who don't know your product, they maybe never heard about the brand, they don't know what you do. And so for the top of the funnel, what you want is focus on product discovery. So tell them about what you do. Tell them why your brand is different. Um, maybe benefits of the product. So you really want to emphasize who you are, what you do, what you're selling. The second step of the funnel is the retargeting. So people who've been on your website, they maybe added a product to the cart. And so they had the intent of buying, but they didn't buy on the first visit. So for retargeting ads, what you want to emphasize on is 
testimonials to kind of you know convince people to buy your product. You can also include free shipping coupons. You can include discount coupons. So it's really about putting all your chances on your side to make the person purchase on a second visit. And the third part of the funnel is the middle funnel. So the middle funnel is basically people who've been on your website some time ago. They have knowledge about what you do. They maybe have seen their, your ads one month ago. And so these people, it's basically to re-engage with them. So it can be messaging about new products, best sellers. It can be about your values as a brand, communicating about the team, about initiatives that you're doing at the moment. So depending on the funnel and your campaign, you really need to segment and customize the message. It doesn't really work if you do the same ad for the different funnels. If you do like a value-based ad to prospecting, it might not be really performing because people don't really know what you do in the first place. And same if you do free shipping for top of the funnel, doesn't really make sense because you want people to be interested and see if they buy before you even give them a free shipping discount. So really the first step of creating a very performing ad is to segment by the customer journey, which is top of the funnel, retargeting, and middle funnel. The second way you can also segment is by audience. I had a call with a cognitive supplement company uh, some weeks ago, and they, say they sell the same pills, uh, which is for brain performance and memory loss. And basically they sell the same pills, but to different groups of people. They sell it to students, they sell it to professionals, and they sell it to older people. But so far what they were doing is they were running the same ads to everybody. And what you need to understand is different audiences have different needs. You can't communicate elderly people's needs to a student audience. So what you really want to focus on as well is to understand who your audience is. If you can segment it, let's say you segment from students and then professionals and then retired people. And what you want to do is customize the message to these audiences, depending on their specific needs. So for students, you might want to focus on learning for exams. You might want to focus on be performing in class, uh, learning new things. For professionals, it's about um, maintaining the work-life balance, performing at work, and then having a good rest when they come back to, to their home. And then for older people, it's about keeping the brain uh, fresh, avoiding memory losses, and always be a bit active in terms of cognitive skills. So if you realize that you have different audiences and that each of these audience is different in terms of needs and vision and message reception, you need to adapt the message accordingly. So that's another step of really segmenting and creating a good performing ad by adapting the message to the audience. Now that we've seen how to segment through the funnel journey and also the audience, how do you A-B test the ads? Well, as we talked about, there are five elements in the ads. The description, the creative, the title, the CTA, and the landing page. Following Facebook guidelines, a good number of ads per ad set 
is between three and five. I would recommend to start with three, especially if it's a new campaign or a new ad and you don't really know how to start from. So you have five elements. What is very important for you to do is to only test one element at the time. So let's say you want to create three ads and each of the ads will be a variation of one element. So we'll start with the creative. So we'll have three ads with the same description, same title, same CTA, same landing page. The only changing element is the creative. So you want to do one ad with a video, one ad with an image, and one ad with the carousel. That way, when you let it run for a bit, you see the performance in terms of your own metrics, if it's ROAS, CPA, CTR, etc., depending on your campaign objectives. And you can see which ad is the best for your audience as well, in terms of formats, whether it's video, carousel, or image. And what is also very important for you to understand is Facebook really like format variation. They really want you to implement different formats in the same ad set. Why is that? Because when you create an ad set, you have a potential reach, which is your maximum reachable audience. It can be 1 million, 3 million, 5 million. But within that same audience, you have different clusters. You have people who respond better to videos, people who respond better to images, people who respond better to carousels, people who respond better to short copy, to long copy. So the objective also is to reach as much as diverse range of people as possible. And that's why it's very important as well to test different formats. Don't stay only to the images or the carousel or the video. Test out new formats. So once you have different data and enough data to take decisions on which format is the best performing one, let's say you run the ad for a couple of weeks and you see that the image is the best performing one. So you will pause the video and the carousel version. You will duplicate the winning one, which is the image one, in two other variants. So we'll have three ads, two new ones and the original one. And you will change another element. Let's say that you will change the copy. And so you will have the original copy and then you will have a copy about the brand benefits. And then you will have a copy about, I don't know, how you produce or something like that. And then you let it run for a couple of weeks. And then you will have, so you will have a winner copy and, and the format, uh, the, the, the winner format, which is the image. And so you will, again, pause the two lowest performing one, keep the best one and duplicate again and maybe change the landing page. So instead of sending the people to the prog page, you will send them to the home page and you will send them to the category page, for example, if you're selling a shirt and see how it's performing. And after some weeks of all the A-B testing, you will have a very good performing ad where you know what kind of copy is the best, what kind of format is the best, what kind of title, what kind of landing page. And so you will be able to do more and more tests because obviously you won't keep the same ad running for two months. You want to do some variations. You want to implement new videos. You want to implement new, vi new images. So it's very important as well to keep refreshing the ads, but always keep the best performing. Never run two new ads from scratch because if both of the ads are very bad, you will lose a lot of time and money. So always have 
an active ad that was very good in the past running while you test new ads. It's very important. And as I said, different audiences might need different formats. So if we go back to the age audience and students, professional and older people, not because the image and short copy is best performing for the young audience means that you should run it for the older audience because maybe older audience wants a longer copy with a video, for example. So you need to really treat ads as part of a specific audience and never take it as a generic uh, rule of performance. Each audience will have its specific best performing ad, whether it's top of the funnel, middle funnel, retargeting, or demographic audiences. So it's very important for you to test out all of these in the different audiences you have, in the different countries even. Maybe a country prefers video rather than image. Maybe another country prefers carousel rather than an image or a video. So it's very important that anytime you have a new audience, you run the test from scratch and never take what you have at the moment for granted because that might be a false idea or a new habit or something. So you really need to always test out, see what's changing, and uh, see what's the best responding ad for your audience. Now, the last point we're going to touch is how to get inspiration from. Where do you find inspiration to create ads? Well, the first thing we, I would say is usually what, what works organically perform pretty well on ads. So let's say that you have an Instagram feed, organic, and you have a very good photo with a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Usually this photo will perform very well on ad because the audience has proven that it responds well to it in terms of engagement. So I would say recycle what you do organically in the ads. Unless it's a very non-vertical ad or, or photo, for example. But if it's a product-based post, you should use it for ads. And the second way to really get inspiration from is something called the Facebook Ads Library. So the Facebook Ads Library has been around for about a year and a half, and it allows you to see whatever ads a brand is doing. So you can go to a Facebook Ads Library on Google, click on the link, and you put any company you want, any brand you want, and you will see all the ads they are running at the moment. So if you know that there is a big competitor of yours that is doing good on Facebook Ads, you can go check him out, see what kind of format he uses, see what kind of copy he uses, see what kind of offering he uses to see if you can do the same because chances are they're touching the same audience as you. And so you would pretty much have, you know, a big chunk of the work and the A-B testing done for you, especially if they are big brands. Big brands have big budgets, so they already had a big part of the A-B testing done. So I would really recommend for you to go on Facebook Ads Library Check other brands, not only brands that are similar to what you do in terms of products, but brands that touch the same audiences as you do. For example, for us at Brava Fabrics, we are targeting people from 25 to 50 years old. We like design, we like different clothing, uh, and we have a, a kind of sensitivity to sustainability. But we don't only, we don't only look at clothing brands. We also look at architecture brands, home decor brands, uh, accessories brands, 
brands that touch the same clients as we do because they understand the audience we we touch on and they know what the audience responds best to so don't only look at your competitors look at brands that your client uses as well and so yeah go on the facebook ads library check out what they do what other brands do try to keep two or three best ideas from that in terms of copy in terms of format what kind of images what kind of um, offers do they run if they run a free shipping for retargeting for example you will be able to see all of that in the facebook ads library and a big tip as well if if you want to buy from a brand you can go and see on the facebook ads library if they have any coupon on the ads which might be very very useful for you that was a, 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 an extra tip so to sum up today's episode we have test out the ad depending on the funnel journey test out the ad depending on the audience the five element to test out as well copy creative title cta landing page always have only one element varying from one ad to another when you test out and go check out the facebook ads library to find out what your competitors are doing what seems to work well but also to find out what other brands are doing and try to get some best ideas out of it so thanks for tuning in for this episode it was a very interesting subject if you have any questions please let me know on linkedin and next week we'll do our first e-commerce review this time with gymshark the fitness apparel brand that has been turning over 500 million euros last year it's a very interesting case study for all the shopify e-commerces that are interested in knowing best cases best tips on how to increase the cost conversion rate how to get a great layout and how to improve the, the customer journey basically and so tune in for next week on this gymshark e-commerce review in the meantime feel free to test some ads and talk to you next week on the e-commerce journey.